Welcome to the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. This is your host, Ethan Gavon, coming to you from Sacramento, California. Keep Playing Baseball is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping every high school baseball player navigate the recruiting process and play college baseball. At Keep Playing Baseball, we don't think money should dictate college baseball opportunity, and all our resources, including this podcast, are 100% free. No signups, no fees, no strings attached. We use the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast in many different ways, but the main point is to get you the information you need to keep playing baseball. We appreciate you tuning in to the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast, the best source of recruiting information on the go. What's up, guys? Welcome to another Daily KPB. It's a podcast episode format that we're trying out right now where we take our written content and turn it into audio content. And the whole point behind it is to give you guys uh, just another format of getting information, another way of better understanding the recruiting process and uh, helping you on your path to college baseball. So um, if you could let us know what you think about the format, if you like the the shorter episodes on a specific topic. If you don't like it, what you think we could change, um, that'd be great. We'd love to get that feedback. You can either email it in to Ethan at keepplayingbaseball.org. That's Ethan, E-T-H-A-N, at keepplayingbaseball.org. Or shoot us a DM on Twitter or any of our other social media platforms. What we're talking about in this episode is a hot-button issue that's not going anywhere, and and that's the discussion about whether you should play multiple sports or specialize in strictly baseball. And so we want to be very clear to point this out right from the get-go. We strongly believe that youth players, young kids, should play as many sports as they are interested in and their time allows. We strongly are in favor of multiple sport participation, um, but as you get into high school, we also feel like um, while the debate is overwhelmingly lopsided in favor of multiple sport uh, participation, the conversation uh, is often discussed as if it takes place in a vacuum. And so we want to add a little more nuance, a little more uh, context to the debate and our thoughts about that. So um, it's been a while since we first posted this piece on our website, um, but it's clear that the debate over single sport specialization versus playing multiple sports is as loud as ever and just getting louder. So this is going to be a topic of conversation for uh, a long time. And so if you're a high school baseball player trying to decide what you should do, um, we think we give a pretty balanced look and uh, really try and individualize um, this debate to make it relevant for you. And so um, we want to start off this conversation uh, with uh, with an experience we had. So we were sitting in a breakout room at the ABCA convention a few years ago, and up on stage sat three of the best and most successful 
Division One coaches. There was LSU's Paul Maneri, Vanderbilt University's Tim Corbin, and UCLA's John Savage. And so the trio was sitting up on, on stage in the breakout room, and they were answering questions from the audience. And uh, someone raised their hand and asked, can you comment on your feelings about multi-sport athletes versus single-sport specialization? And so when the coaches answered, they were overwhelmingly favorable to multi-sport athletes. So uh, Coach Maneri spoke first. He said, if I had a choice between recruiting two players and one player played baseball year-round and the other played football in the fall, basketball in the winter, and baseball in the spring, I'd take the multi-sport athlete every time, all factors considered equal. So uh, right after he answered, Maneri also opened the floor to several of the scouting directors that were in the room, I think someone from the New York Yankees and the Colorado Rockies, and and they both agreed with him. And then Coach Corbin added his two cents, and he said, the mind gets stale. So if you play baseball for 12 months, you can go into a mode of, yes, you're there, yes, you're training, but really is your practice with depth, is your mind fully into it. A, A great point to add in there. And then Coach Savage also agreed, and he said, we wish we had some guys that had played football growing up or basketball. Basketball is not as physical as football, but just in the wear and tear. Guys are 35 years old, they're taking three months off. These are 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, and and they're playing year-round, especially out here in Southern California. I think we all agree that we love the multi-sport guy just because of those reasons. So, you know, reducing wear and tear um, and, and, and injury risk. So here you have three of the best coaches at the Division One level and two uh, major league scouting directors, and they're all voicing some variation of an answer in favor of multi-sport athletes. And so um, clearly these opinions are significant. They show that if you can have that baseline ability, if you have the talent, all things considered equal, like Coach Maneri said, um, a lot of college coaches overwhelmingly prefer multi-sport athletes. Um, And because college coaches are the gatekeepers to college baseball, and they're the ones that ultimately decide who gets recruited and who gets to play at the next level, um, these opinions should carry a lot of weight. Now, Similar opinions have been shared with us at Keep Playing Baseball by many coaches over the years at every single level. So there's no arguing against the lasting benefits of playing multiple sports, especially for young kids. Now, before high school, kids, as we've already said very clearly, should sample and play as many sports as their interests and time allows. However, when they get to high school, there needs to be a more detailed conversation Um, The conversation needs to shift to talking about their specific situation Um, because it's really easy to say, you know, multi-sport participation, uh, if if you do it, it will make you more athletic. It's going to help you reduce overuse injuries, and it's going to help prepare you for college. But the reality is this type of sweeping logic, um, it helps to highlight some of the flaws and biases biases in the arguments in favor of multiple sports as you read them online and and on message boards and in conversation and um, you know one of the problems with the specialization versus multi-sport argument is that it often lumps together players of all ages 
and it tr- like I've already mentioned it treats the decisions as if they take place in a vacuum it doesn't take into account individual variations and so arguments that encourage multi-sport participation are awfully widely supported and believed and um, and that's even when they're based on biased opinions or research so uh, driveline baseball has a really good article on their website it's called demonizing early specialization flawed research interpretation and it does a really nice job of highlighting some of the bias in the research and personal debates that argues lopsidedly in favor of uh, of players being multi-sport athletes and uh, we strongly suggest you read that um, but in the remainder of this podcast we we want to present a more responsible view of the the debate um, you know the way that decisions actually unfold for a high school baseball player. Um, so if you're trying to decide what you should do, um, I think this is a, a great point to kind of hone in and, and maybe even take some notes. But um, to actually have a debate, you really have to look at both sides and, and both options adequately. And, uh, and that's what we're going to try and do. And so Individual factors and circumstances, of course, should should always be weighed very carefully. Um, but first, we want to go back to the conversation in the breakout room at the convention. And uh, it's really important, I think, to highlight the bias inherent in the opinions of these, these five big, great baseball minds. This is not saying that what they're saying is wrong. That's absolutely not what we're saying. But every single one of these coaches and talent evaluators is dealing with and recruiting the very best baseball players in the country. I mean, we're talking about supremely talented athletes who are going to get recruited to play baseball regardless of whether they miss summer ball for football practice or fall ball for basketball practice. So, you know, even Coach Corbin alluded to the fact that the three best players he's ever coached could have been Division One athletes in another sport. And... Um, I think it's really important to highlight the fact that, that Coach Maneri, at the end of his response, said, "All factors created equal." Um, you know, so this comment is qualifying his answer with the assumption that the baseline level of talent is there, and this is often assumed when when coaches have this discussion. Right? It's assumed that there's going to be a baseline level of talent. If both players are talented enough to play at the college level, would you rather have a multi-sport athlete or someone who focuses solely on baseball? Uh, a lot of coaches are going to say the multi-sport athlete, but it's it's with that qualifying remark. It's with that assumption that the talent is there. And so it's really important that we understand these opinions in context and that we, we don't make sweeping generalizations about what is best for all high school baseball players based on what we see from the top Division One prospects or, or professional prospects, even for that matter. So the average college-bound baseball player may very well need time on the field during summer and fall to polish his skills, or he might need to take fall off and train and, and add strength or, um, or work on certain aspects of his game to give himself a legitimate chance to play at the next level. So weighing whether this player should play multiple sports or focus on giving himself a better chance to play college baseball is much different 
than a surefire D1 bound baseball player who also enjoys playing other sports. So I hope I hope you can see the difference. You know, if if the if you have top tier talent, by all means play play multiple sports, but the decision to specialize isn't that simple for a kid who, you know, might be just underneath or or might might be an average player who actually needs to step his game up so he can play at the next level. So what we're hinting at is the fact that blanket statements about whether high school players should play multiple sports or specialize in baseball, they, they simply don't work. Um, individual circumstances vary too much, and at the heart of the decision should be the player's goals and aspirations. And what gets lost in this debate is the fact that baseball skills and ability are the common denominator for playing in college, not how many sports you play in high school. Um, if a college coach thinks you can be good enough at their level, they're going to want you. If they don't think you can be good enough at their level, they're not going to want you on their team. Um, and it's as simple as that. So sure, coaches may prefer players with a diverse athletic background if given the choice, but that also assumes Maneri's all things considered equal uh, qualifier at the end of his statement. So when it comes to deciding between playing multiple sports or single sport specialization in high school, our advice is to make a personal decision based on the following five things. Number one, make sure you understand what college baseball coaches are looking for in a recruit and that the skills, uh, you understand the skills that you're going to need to be able to demonstrate to them in order to get recruited. Number two, Take an objective look at how your skills measure up against these college standards and what it takes to meet or exceed these and what coaches are looking for. So um, objectively look at yourself and and decide whether you have the skills that these college coaches are recruiting. Three, think about your goals and your aspirations as a ball player. Is your primary goal to play college baseball? Do you uh, Is your primary goal to enjoy your high school experience? If so, maybe, you know, playing football and basketball with your best friends that you grew up with is going to help you complete that goal. But think about your goal and your aspirations as a ball player. Take the time, number four, take the time to learn about how your different options are going to impact those goals and aspirations. So if my ultimate goal is to play college baseball and I'm a marginal high school baseball player, in order to achieve that ultimate goal, I may need to sacrifice playing another sport realistically. Um, now, that's not the case for everyone. That's just an example. But you really need to take the time to uh, to think about what would happen if you went either route and how that would impact your goals and aspirations. And then five is just make the decision that's going to give you the best chance to achieve your goals and be happy. Um, pretty simple advice there. But um, I think I think it gets overlooked. You know, there's so much variation in high school baseball players and their ability. Um, so it really boils down to what you want, and it's a it's an it's an individual decision. So if you enjoy playing multiple sports, play multiple sports, and make sure that your baseball recruiting plan accounts for having less time around the baseball field than a, a single sport participant would. 
and uh, you should have more than enough opportunity to meet the standards that college baseball coaches are looking for when they recruit. And, uh, you know, college coaches are certainly going to find value in your varied athletic background and in your multi-sport background and the skills and the benefits that you pick up from participating in different sports and on different teams and uh, playing for different kinds of coaches. And, um, you know, however, if your passion is baseball and uh, you don't care much for other sports, you shouldn't play other sports just to play other sports necessarily. You can focus on baseball and you can make sure that you take the appropriate amount of time off and, and follow training protocols so you avoid overuse injuries. You know, just because you decide to specialize in one sport doesn't mean you have to suffer an overuse injury or get burnt out. Just as playing multiple sports doesn't necessarily guarantee you become a superior athlete. So if, if this is the path you choose, maximize your time in the off-season to train smart and focus on your academics. Immerse yourself in all aspects of baseball so you show up a complete player and, and a competitor. You know, College coaches are certainly going to appreciate your ability to understand some of the nuances of the game on a deeper level. So you know, be smart and don't be afraid to take breaks from the game and training when you feel like you're just kind of spinning your wheels. So um, basically, whether you decide to play, in our opinion, whether you decide to play multiple sports in high school, in high school, whether you decide to play multiple sports or stick to baseball, um, just remember that the only guarantee is that nothing is guaranteed. So, you know, for all players getting to the next level takes organization, it takes hard work, it takes persistence. Whatever your decision is, you should spend time doing what you love and, and just make sure that you do it to the best of your ability. So hopefully this gives a little more nuanced look at the debate. Hopefully um, what you're taking out of our conversation here today is just simply the fact that um, there are so many individual differences that you can't make blanket statements about all high school baseball players. Um, it doesn't work. So consider your situation carefully. Consider what you love to do and, uh, and follow that. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Hope you enjoyed this conversation, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. As always, if you need more information on the recruiting process or how to play college baseball, you can find that for free on our website, www.keepplayingbaseball.org. We're also very active on social media. That's at KeepPlayingBB on Twitter, KeepPlayingBaseball on Facebook, and at KeepPlayingBaseball on Instagram. If you've enjoyed this podcast, Please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review, or at least tell your friends. We provide all this information for free because we want to help you get to the next level. If you're interested in a partnership or sponsorship in underwriting some of the Keep Playing Baseball content on our website, or being the title sponsor or running ads on our podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out to keepplayingbaseball at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to this episode, and we look forward to catching you on the next one.